Megan Fun of Sports is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesar's Rewards. Must be 21 or older. And welcome to another episode of Megan Fun of Sports. I am Megan Gailey, wellness check. I'm here and I'm doing well. And I am joined by the other Megan who I think it's going to say she's doing better than me, but I got a little pep in my step today for some reason, Megan Connolly. Well, for now, I'm doing better than you. I've had quite the day. We got a hurricane coming in, right. coming to Florida. Sorry, all the men listening to this earmuffs had a little pep smear this oh, boy. morning. So we are, we are off to a great start, but my wow. day is about to turn around because we're <laughs> recording this podcast, and as we all know, the Patriots beat the Colts. Uh-huh, the Patriots uh-huh, uh-huh. beat and, the Colts. And like, the thing is, that feels so long ago and so many stories ago that it's like, I'm I'm on I'm on stage like seven of grief. You know, like I've had denial. That's the only one I remember. Denial is really for all of the deni- acceptance, right? Acceptance. I'm definitely yeah. there. I'm definitely there. I love how I, you go to list the seven and then it's like we only collectively know two. No. And <laughs> I I kept calling it 12 steps, and I was like, no, I think that's AA. But this this Colts team, I may wind up having to do twelve steps. Um, yeah, so uh, Megan, I am I am the loser. So yeah. So for the listeners who do not have social media, as you all know, every year during rival rivalry week. God, that's a tough word to say. Rivalry. Every year during rivalry week, Megan and I. We, you know, we, 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 we up the ante for mm-hmm. our annual game against each other if it does happen once a year. Um, and we have a little bet. Last year I lost. I had to tweet that Josh McDaniels looked like he was storming the Capitol mm-hmm. from my account. Mm-hmm. And this year, Megan lost. So I got to come up with the punishment. We were mm-hmm. going to leave it to the Twitter world. But it mm-hmm. turns out that um, actually my husband came up with the best punishment. And and I would just like to say to the listeners, thank you. Because they took pity on me. They go, this seems, it, it's, this team seems like punishment enough. And I really appreciated that. There were a lot of listeners being like, I think we got to give Megan a pass on this. And you said, no, my dear friend, um, who I know is still breastfeeding and raising a child and, you know, going through the trials and tribulations of being a working mother, I need to make her pay. Yeah, so I asked my husband, I said, what can we do? What can we do for Megan? And we both sat in silence while we, while we thought about Plotted. this for a while. Plotted. And out of nowhere, my husband said, what if she has to eat room temperature, chunky Campbell's New England clam chowder soup? There it is. There it is. Wow, are you are you clamoring for some more? <laughs> mm, I and Ooh. you know they always have them. I gotta shake it up. You gotta see. Yeah, I gotta shake it up. Really make sure all the clams are dispersed. You always see the moms in this, you know. So it's like if you, in the commercials for these, like um, Donovan McNabb's mom is who's really coming. And I've always wondered, like, were the moms their real moms or were they? Fake moms, they said it was like back and forth. Like sometimes they were real and sometimes they weren't. And it's like, how rude to the moms that didn't make the cut though. Like they're like, listen, Campbell's came back. Your mom was not approved to be your mom. 
I would be livid. Okay, so I'm opening now, Did you this. grow up on Campbell's Soup? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because I also grew up on Campbell's Soup. My husband's a snob and grew up on, like, homemade broth, you know, that oh, kind of family. Oh, no. No, no, no. Um, we, okay, I, so... Yeah. So for this bet, you have to eat it at room temp. Yeah. And we went back and forth um, over text chains how much you should have to eat. Sal wanted you to eat 23 big heaping spoonfuls because the Colts gave up 23 points to the Patriots. Um, I said that nine would suffice because the Patriots had nine sacks. That's how many um, they had? Yep, nine. I didn't watch a second of this game. <laughs> I, I didn't watch a second of it. Fair. I knew it was going to be bad, and I was getting a painful skin procedure done, which I have no makeup on right now, and I feel like it's looking pretty good. Okay, so I have to eat nine spoonfuls. Or however many, if you want to dedicate each bite to a quarterback post-Andrew Luck, you can do that too. You know what? My first bite, I'm actually going to dedicate to Grover Stewart, who... Oh, you need a little more than that. That's a, that We need like a, there we go, there we Ugh. go. Okay, so this first fight, this goes out to Grover Stewart, who's having a Pro Bowl season on a team that, you know, is is underperforming, I believe we can say. So, Big Grove, I love you, and I recognize all the hard work and great play you've put in. All right. Okay, I'm just going to keep powering through. How is it? Um... It's okay. I'm, I'm glad I I was going to brush my teeth right before this, and then I was like, I probably shouldn't. Eddie is off camera. He could not watch this. Um, okay, this one, oh my God, it's more the smell. This one I would like to dedicate to Frank Reich. I love you, big Frank. I'm going to miss you. You're a good man, and you have Sundays off now for a little bit, and you get to be with Jesus, and that's your best friend. Mmm. Okay. Did you get a clam in that bite? Yep. Yep. I did Google if um, you could eat this right out of the can, and the <laughs> resounding response was, absolutely, why not? <laughs> okay. We also one. should point out that Megan's husband is deathly allergic to shellfish. Anaphylactic. Um, and he goes, you're going to eat this in our bedroom? Like, because I'm in my office, which is off the bedroom, and he was like, disgusting. So, like, he is sequestered in a different part of the house right now. This one goes out to Matt Ryan. I think you're a great guy. Um, I wish you well. I think you have a bright future either in broadcasting or coaching and happy that you got to wear a Colts uniform, even though it was only for like, you know, half of a half of a half of a semester. Mm. We love your kids. We love those blue loafers they had on. Ugh. Never forget. I can. Mm, yeah. I love that okay. it's chowder too and not soup because the consistency just a little Okay, thicker. so this is the, this is the, um fourth bite um Shaquille Leonard cheers mm. Mm. give one to Andrew Luck why not Andrew Luck love you miss you mm. it was the fifth give it a little stir make sure you get some clams in each one mm. I made sure to wear my Colt shirt because the thing is I still love and support my guys even though I'm having to do this for them <laughs> All right, Carson Wentz. I mean, my son heard, damn it, Carson, in my womb more than he heard anything else. So this one's for you. Mmm. I was the sixth bite, I believe. Mm-hmm. 
Um, wow. How you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. Just, you know, or you, you think you're going to have it's, any come up? It, um, at some point I may. I don't think, I think I'll be able to make it through this podcast, but I think the rest of the day is going to be difficult for me. Um, okay, this one goes out to my dad's band, Knucklehead. I do not believe the Colts have won a game since my dad's band played, and they won that game. So, cheers to them. <laughs> what was that, number seven? That was number seven. You got two more. Choose wisely who you're dedicating to. <sighs> How's Reggie? the room temp of this? It, the thing is, it's not room temp, it's, co- it's cold. Um... <laughs> Um, so yeah, Reggie Wayne, wide receivers coach, uh, love you. You're a goat. You belong in the hall of fame. It is chunky. Okay. (laughs) Okay. One more. Number nine, Josh McDaniels, because (laughs) wow, you stink no matter where you go. I mean, you were bad in Denver, you went back to New England, and now you're in Las Vegas, and you're terrible. You very well may be the next coach fired. And so while this is going to taste like absolute disgusting horse doo-doo, I hope your day tastes even worse. Mmm. All right. It was about half the can. Wow, I am impressed. You didn't shy away from the bites or anything, and you had all of your dedications ready to go, like a true professional. Ugh. Thank you so much, Maggie I got Bailey. it. I'm going to have a little Martinelli's. I know this looks like I'm having tea, <laughs> but this is that really good apple juice, because I do need the taste out of my mouth. I don't know if my husband will kiss me for the rest of the day. Well, you got to brush the teeth, because otherwise we're going to end up with a trip to the ER. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, well, now that that's out of the way, shall we get to our morons of the week? <clears throat> you good? Yeah, you go first. All right, well, my moron of the week, um, I was going to do every NBA player not named Robin Lopez because they have not stood up or stood against what Kyrie Irving said, but I don't want to get too political, but I just wanted to bring that up. Keep it in mind. Um, but my moron of the week is from Eddie's team, Xavier McKinney, who may be out for the rest of the season because on the bye week, he had a quote unquote freak accident on an Mm -hmm. ATV. And now he is dealing with an arm or a hand injury. So shout out to Xavier McKinney. This is just like when Chris Sale of the White Sox had a, you know, jumped off the back of his truck and broke his foot and missed some time. But this is finally a Giants team that seems to, you know, have their stuff together. And we got guys going off on the bye week on ATVs. So shout out Xavier McKinney. Has any team across any of the leagues ever had more quote-unquote freak accidents than the New York Giants? We're talking Plaxico shooting himself in the leg, my personal favorite. We're talking JPP blasting off part of his hand on a firework. And now we have this. I mean, that's, that's a threesome right there. Eddie? Yeah, I don't know if, if anything <laughs> can make that better. Any coaching hire, any quarterback, it seems like this was just on brand for the Yeah. Dance. And, like, the thing is, these are these all feel like, it's like you're in New York City. I mean, I know you're in New Jersey, but it's like, you're, there's, 
You could have a freak accident. You could just fall through a subway grate. That never happens. You could remember when that man, like the sideway caved in and then rats were, he was not able to scream because there were rats on his face. Now that is a bet I don't want to lose. That's a nightmare. That's an actual horror Eddie, film. Eddie, do you have thoughts on this? I'm sorry. I'm sorry this is happening to your team. Yeah, I tweeted about it. Um, I do I do actually disagree with you. I don't I don't think he's a moron. Like, he had a week uh, vacation. It was their bye week. Like, it's just a freak accident. He's probably riding an ATV next to, like, people on vacation for some flyover state and something happened and whatever. Because Xavier McKinney is a guy wow. that was, like, Saban loved him. He was the captain of Saban's defense at Alabama has the green dot that's home for the Giants. Like, he's a guy that takes football seriously. This is not some Giants, like, uh, that boat cruise scenario where they're all, you know, they took their bye week. and the, uh, Not even a bye week. They just took a trip down to, like, South Beach. Like, the guy was trying to let loose. He's a young kid. Um, I think it was just a freak thing. They say he's out at least a month. Um, it's a potentially longer, but if I know McKinney, uh, I'm, I'm sure he tried to do everything in his power to get back before the, the playoff push. So I, I can't fault him too much here. Oh, I'm dying I love to go Eddie. on an He's ATV. Like, if I, the McKinney I know, like Eddie's texting him. Well, well yeah, I mean, because you could read about him. He's a, he's a he was a high recruit and a great character guy, and he's beloved. So I mean, it's not that and hard. And Eddie to, used to play. Eddie used to play in the league too. I played with so him. it's like, and he can throw it sixty yards from his knees. Never seen um, that. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> you good? I'm You're okay. coming up. I. <clears throat> I'm okay. Um, all right, so my moron this week is Brett Favre. Woo, the hits mm. keep on coming. If it's not scamming the people of Mississippi out of funds, then it is him backing drug companies that exaggerated the effectiveness of concussion medicine. Wow, okay, he is really truly stupid and it's like he you can tell he has criminal leanings and is just not smart enough to pull any of them off which is kind of a perfect recipe for us to get to watch all of these moronic things happen so happy for his comeuppance i i honestly wish it was his downfall was being covered more bleach report tweeted a hilarious photo of him and i said i want to i am proposing a law that this photo has to be used going forward whenever any he just like looks so scared <laughs> and like maybe he pooped his pants um on a more serious note I do want to make sure we touch on the fact that Brittany Griner has now been moved to a penal prison um, or a penal camp, which is an escalation and happening, happening much earlier than the State Department thought it was going to. If you thought a Russian jail was bad, they're saying these are even worse. So it's like, cut the cut the crap, whatever we gotta do, it's time to bring her home. Like, whatever negotiations elevate them, do not sleep U.S. State Department until this has is handled. She is being held as a political prisoner. It's absolutely insane. And they have no idea where she is. They've now lost track of her because she's just out somewhere in Siberia. It's November. Like, it's, it's, it's getting to the point of fatal at this point. And whoever they want, give it. Give it and bring her home. Yep. Okay. I'm totally with you. Okay, Eddie, do you have a moron? That's my soapbox. Uh, I do have a moron. I was going to go skew hockey because I, I, you know, you guys always <laughs> say the only hockey input is from me. I was going to make fun of their NHL schedule, a lot of bad back-to-backs, uh, and the NBA did something great with their staggered schedule the other night. But um, the real moron 
is Brian Cash and the GM of the New York Yankees, one of my favorite teams, uh, was asked at the uh, you know the, the meetings they have in, in the winter, and they said, you know, what's the plan with uh, Aaron Judge? And he said, no comment. But then he goes on and says that he has a desire to sign Anthony Rizzo. He has a, desi- a desire to re-sign Josh Donaldson to play third base, which is insane. Um, and he talks about how he needs left fielder, right fielder, pitching staff. So he's totally fine with bringing up the uh, pieces the Yankees need. But when it comes to Aaron Judge, he keeps his mouth quiet. And this is already after last offseason where they kind of went toe-to-toe and Aaron Judge better himself. He clearly won. Uh, the Yankees would not budget his offer. And I, I just think he's leading into a, a very, very bad mess. Uh, Yankees, yeah. you have the money for the best player in Major League Baseball, arguably. We could argue that, but I'm going to just go out and say it. Pay him, right? Pay him. Or don't. And maybe the White Sox will. They probably won't either. But you know what? Just pay the guy. Come Somebody on. will. Make a fool of yourself. Somebody will. You saw what he was able to do. A record-breaking season. And I, I, I'm I'm wondering if it's factoring in, like, it didn't result in them making it to the World Series or winning it. And so is he saying it's not it's not worth it to, to spend the money if it's not going to result in that? But that's not on Judge. Um, okay, that is a God, that is, old man. Old man George is rolling over in his grave because he would have paid Judge last year. My ear, I'm having like a pain in my ear. Hopefully, that's unrelated. Is it from the clam chowder? Hopefully, it's not. Um, because Sal will have a lawsuit on his hands. Workers' comp. Um, and <laughs> Campbell's gonna have a. I'm gonna get other. I'm gonna make both of you eat it, so we can file a class action. Okay, now um, my my mensch this week is oh, I love this kid so much, Jaden Ivy, uh, rookie for the Pistons out of Purdue. I loved watching him play. I wanted the Patriots to get him. They were one pick away. He's now on the Pistons. Fine, fine, fine. He's absolutely killing it for my fantasy team. And on top of that, he wore his mother's WNBA jersey to the game for the tunnel walk. He really reps his mom so well, who is Notre Dame's uh, women's basketball coach and and a legend. And he really reps women's sports in general and and gives it up for the gals. And I just think he is such a, the NBA has been having a tough few weeks and he really feels like such a positive step in the right direction of what these new young superstars could be with Giannis, Jaw, I'm going to throw Jaden in there too. Like they just, they're just such a breath of fresh air and so easy to root for, even when they're not on your team. I love that one. I like Jaden Ivey. And love I him. love his mom. Thank you for being a supporter of women, Jaden Ivey. We love you here on Megan Fun of Sports. We do. My uh, mensch of the week, and Megan said that one woman's mensch is another woman's moron. Yep. I'm just going to go with Adam Schefter, who's had a rough year. We could just put it out there. <laughs> Shefty's had some some rough tweets. Missteps. I will, I will go out and say nobody works harder in the biz of sports journalism news breaking than Schefter. I mean, this guy is on all the time, right? And also to get where he's at, the networking he had to do. But on the pregame show of Monday Night Football, Schefter took off his shirt, which, listen, um, he's not the most attractive man in the world. So I actually very, thought he looked pretty good. Bold. 
did looked in shape. I mean, he has a couple of kids of his own, so it's tough to keep that body together, especially when you're working 24 seven and on the phone all the time waiting for breaking news. Took his shirt off on national television, wore the Kirk Cousins chains that we've mm-hmm. all seen that we need to talk about on this show as well, and did his own little dance. So you know what, Shifter? You are my mensch of the week for your commitment to the craft. Thank you, Adam Schefter, for making us laugh a little bit. Okay, so when I saw it, I go, oh, he must have lost a bet, too. And I know that that's like a, but um, no, I was seriously like, oh, is he a Commanders fan? Because that is who the Vikings beat. Uh, it was it was Cousins, like, homecoming to Washington, where it's like, nobody cares about this. So they did win, and then we saw him celebrating on the plane. Now, I took issue with this because I, I see this, and I go, this is what happens when you don't have Kenny Maine anymore or don't have all of the really comedic geniuses that used to be at ESPN, Stuart Scott, rest in peace. We're now having Adam Schefter is our comedy king. No, that's not, I, I, I can't. It, it, he's, he's worse than a TikTok comedian. I cannot. I truly cannot. I think he should. I think he should stay in his lane, which is tweeting out information that may or may not be true. Um, okay, Eddie, you go ahead. <clears throat> so now for my mentions, I actually will do some NHL stuff. Uh, Alex Ovechkin breaks the record for most amount of goals with a single team, 787. He has now scored 788. So Crazy. Many. Ton of goals, same Shout team. Shout out Ovi. Um, he's only uh, like 20, a little over. Uh, Gordy Howe is 801, so he's he should be able to you know surpass him this year. I would not be shocked if he gets kind of close to Gretzky's 894, um, you know, all-time leading goal. So uh, kudos to Alex Ovechkin uh, for having a great career. And the other half of my NHL thing is that I'm sure you guys have seen Ryan Reynolds, Rob McElhinney, forever ago feels like uh, they bought Wrexham the um, Welsh football club, but now Ryan Reynolds is also involved potentially with a uh, group that wants to buy the Ottawa Senators because their previous owner, Eugene Melnick, passed away. Ottawa's been a bit of a funk since the the mid-2000s when they had a a pretty good squad that did reach um, Eastern Conference Finals a few times, I feel like. And then now, you know, they've been struggling for a number of years. Um, say what you want about the Hollywood aspect of it, but the Wrexham club did improve with Ryan Reynolds' owner, and I think if he goes and buys his team and kind of brings them out of the doldrums and gives them some new life, I think that would be good for hockey. Uh, not that Canada needs to have any more coverage because they do care about the sport, but I think it actually may help Americans care more yeah. about the um, Canadian clubs uh, here. So I think that's all good stuff there. And the, uh, and Ryan, the put and Ryan Reynolds on my TV and I am watching. I yeah, am, he's, I, I actually think he's really it. funny too. Like at, I, I know I have. just said that Schefter is not, um, Ryan Reynolds is Canadian, I believe yes. as yes. well. So yeah, I mean, so many, a lot of talented Canadians in Hollywood. Uh, it's, I, I, if anything, Lauren I go, Michaels. I go close that border so mama can get cast in something. But no, I have a lot of um, Canadian friends, a lot of Canadian comedians, and I, and I love them all. They're very funny, very kind. Oh, they're good people. They're good people, and they make a lot of HGTV shows up in Canada, and I love every single one of them. Okay, so those are our uh, morons and menches of the week. Now, Megan, you and I tied this week. We were both, uh, we both predicted five, um bets correctly and I am at now at 60 and 62 just below 500 I do believe I'm still leading you though yes just barely I am gaining well I didn't gain on you this week obviously because we tied but uh we are both 
We're both inching our way back towards 500, which is the goal of everybody on the Extra Points Podcast Network to be above 500. Last week, going into the final week of the season, everybody on staff was above or at or above 500. And then I had a week much like Eddie the last week. Eddie, uh, it it was rough. We don't need to drag Eddie. This week for you, huh? It's it's been a rough season. Eddie, I don't blame you. I blame the NFL. I blame the refs. I blame well, the refs. Well, Megan I just do said- feel bad because on, on Saturday night, Eddie is out on the town with his parents and with Jada, and they are showing um, his picks to their, the bartender. their server. It was and the I, full graphic. It was the full graphic. I said, just ignore okay, mine. So or fade he was me. looking at all of ours, all of yeah. ours. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I have early, early, right. I have early access to the graphic, and, and Megan, you were just saying you want to be above five hundred. The problem literally is the NFL team. Everyone in the NFL is close to five hundred, so there's no like yeah. last year. I, I was top three in picks because you had your good teams and you had your really bad teams, and then this year it's like every game. Every score Mix. is close, and, and one yeah. week a team is good, one team a week is bad, but everyone's kind of finding their, like, water finds its level. Everyone's kind of right at sea level, which makes it infuriating to, to make these picks. So uh, as a person who watches, I, I'm, I think I'm watching and reading too much. I think I have to do less, and then maybe I'll, mm-hmm. I'll think better. And more gut picks. Yes. That's, I feel like I'm like, eh, I don't like them. It, it really is starting to feel like March Madness level picks of like, I guess I'll just go, I like green. Like it, re- it, it, it doesn't seem to have much science to it right now. God, Roger Goodell is just sitting there clapping his hands because this is exactly what they want. They want the parody of the league. They just want it. Yeah. Okay. I um, want this to be close. Let's take a quick break so I can go throw up, and then uh, we'll be back. <laughs> Your first bet with Caesar Sportsbook and Casino, it's on Caesars, up to $1,250. Download the app with promo code C-Z-R-F-U-L-L and place your first bet. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get it all back as a free bet. The first bet also gives you 1,000 tier credits and 1,000 rewards credits, putting you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Free stays, game tickets, experiences, and more. And because Caesar plays by the role, here comes a lengthy, responsible gaming disclaimer. Must be 21 plus. Must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, Utah, and other states where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Virginia, West Virginia, in Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537. Or in Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org. Or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. In Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. In Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467 467- 
1-800-889-9369. In Tennessee, call or text Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Okay, we are back. Now, you think, oh, Megan had to eat cold clam chowder out of a can. <laughs> that must be the worst thing happening in her week. No, not even, not even in my top <laughs> 10. Um, Megan, I want you to give the Colts news because I, I, I do want the listeners to hear it from an unbiased viewpoint and and I have you know emotions in every single direction so you take it away so the Colts announced that they fired their head coach Frank Reich and that they hired Jeff Saturday of ESPN former Colts offensive lineman part of the ring of honor yes correct yes yes um to take over as head coach Mm -hmm. now I would like to inform everybody that Jeff Saturday has yet to coach any professional football in his career. Or college. However, he was a high school coach and mm-hmm. led a team in Georgia to a losing season. Mm-hmm. Dracula, so Jeff Georgia. Saturday mm-hmm. um, will take over as head coach for the Indianapolis Colts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Should I should I keep going or, or no? Or no, I think that's uh, just, yeah. No, did, did uh, I get that all? Right? And then it was announced yesterday that Parks Frazier will be taking over play calling duties. So friend of the show, friend of friend the of the show, and and sort of kind I, of. I'm I, friends I, with Parks's wife. Okay, so. the friend of the show, best friend of the show. I only ever yeah. hear wonderful things about him. He was at one point, I believe, Ursay's assistant, and so a lot of light has been being made of that. Of like, this guy was getting sandwiches, and it's like, I, I, we don't need to drag anybody. One um, time, wasn't he like living out of his car? He was living out of his car. That was that. That was when he was trying to get a job. I, it, to, I, to me, I go that shows true dedication to this sport. So, be it as it may. So when when Frank was fired, I my phone started being inundated. I obviously am a big Frank supporter. I just think he's a wonderful guy. And it's just tough to see anyone who is mediocre to wonderful be fired publicly. It makes me okay, feel bad. I, so can I just stop right there for a sec? Because I agree with you. I hate to see anybody lose their job. It's really sad. But now when it comes to my sports teams, right? Mm-hmm. Like if Bill Belichick were to go on and, you know, have a terrible losing season this year, have a terrible losing season next year, not hit on anybody in the draft. There was no progress being made. I love Bill Belichick, but I would say 
thank you for your service. It is time for you to go. And I would not feel bad about it because it's it's my team's. Like this year, Tony La Russa, right? Like he got fired. Good riddance. See you later. I just struggle with this. I feel bad that he lost his job. He's but, done nothing for you Colts fans. And but, I know he's been in a tough situation, but you, you got to move on. See you later, Frank. Thanks we for do, coming. We do have to move on, but all of the factors that you just described that you would be fine with Belichick being fired, I don't think that those were the factors. Like, the the I think the GM also should be gone. Like, the, it, you, you look at... The, the the decisions that have been made, some of them have been Frank's, but I don't see how you look at this team in the situation and go, Frank is the one to blame and Chris Ballard is without fault. That seems out of reason with me. Um, obviously, the quarterback situation. Someone asked me last night, they go, rank the quarterbacks that have been in Indy since Andrew Luck from favorite to least. And I really without any hesitation said we should have just stayed with Jacoby all the way like mm-hmm. give it we should have given him and I wanted Jacoby to stay when it happened when when we let Jacoby walk he was our Walter Payton man of the year nominee like we are talking about someone who's beloved in the locker room beloved by the community and all he was saying was I want to be a starting quarterback and then he went to Miami and he wasn't but then he got to be because Tua got hurt and then he went to Cleveland and wasn't and then he got to be because you know the circumstances is there. So you see all of the different changes that have happened. None of them have worked. Obviously, hindsight is 2020. They should have just stayed with Jacoby because with Jonathan Taylor and with what we've had to give up to go through all of these changes, we lost a first round draft pick because of Carson Wentz. We are going to have to give up not a lot for Matt Ryan, but more than we should have for someone who played four games for us. So it's like we should have stayed with Jacoby. That's not on Frank Reich. That's on Ursay and that's on Ballard. So I that is why I feel bad for him. And I also and I also know he's just handling it with such grace, but I'm sure that it also is weighing on his heart because I think about someone like him, he wants to improve the lives of everyone who's in the organization. And I know Jeff Saturday does too. And this is what makes the Jeff Saturday thing kind of complex is that Jeff Saturday is truly beloved. I have never yes. heard anyone say anything, but he is the kindest, coolest, most charming guy. Definitely probably has a high football IQ. Played with Peyton, a local hero. <clears throat> it just feels like this is who Ursay wanted and no one else had any say in it. And so when the press conference happened, I get what Ursay is saying. He's the boss. He's allowed to choose. But he was putting it up saying, well, we've, been the, we've had the fourth, fourth best record since 2000. What does that even mean? Is that, is, do, do you win something for that? Like, I don't, I don't understand these kind of fake... God, I really got worked up, didn't I? Accolades? Thank you. These fake accolades that he's standing on. And yes, this is this is a city and an organization that wants to win. And if you don't, you're out. And I do appreciate that. They're not going to just settle and say, this is okay. I don't understand. You have a former player in Reggie Wayne who is on staff already coaching on the offense, knows the system and the players. Why don't you just promote him? And so I think that looks bad. I think Bubba Ventrion 
the special teams coordinator, is top-notch, has done incredible work. That is actually a part of the team that has been clicking on all cylinders regardless. Why don't you promote him? Why don't you promote the defensive coordinator to go entirely outside and pick someone who's not in it, who they say has been a consultant. I've been a consultant too. I've been tweeting at them for years. So to bring him in, I think you're putting... I think you're putting Jeff Saturday in a really tough position and I don't think you're setting him up for success in terms of are the players going to be behind him. That's going to be a really tough sell in that locker room and I feel for him and I wish him nothing but the best and I cannot wait to travel to Las Vegas this weekend with my entire family, baby in tow, and watch this game in person. Thank you. I am so glad that you said that because I've been dying laughing while sitting on my couch and watching all of these media outlets cover the Jeff Saturday story because all of these media people love Jeff Saturday, so they are not Uh going to trash him, obviously, and you didn't trash Jeff Saturday, but they're also not going to trash the situation, Um, and it's just funny when they bring it up and it's like, yeah, happy for Jeff, (laughs) and so this is, if you want to get a job that you're not qualified for, you have to make sure that all of your friends are covering the story, because then no one will bury you, Um, and you'll be, this is, this is a great plan for Jeff Saturday, I know it wasn't his plan, he was surprised, this is going one of two ways, right, this is going to be a great success, or a total dumpster fire, but it will be entertaining either way, and yeah. now it makes this game in Vegas a little bit more exciting, because so we're going fun. up against Josh McDaniels, who you and the rest of Colts Nation completely despises. Despise! It's Jeff Saturday going in there now, right? So everybody's behind him. I think they can get the win in Vegas. And I would also just like to point out to all of our listeners, the past two times that Megan has taken her child outside of the state of California, it's been taking her baby to Las Vegas. So I just think we should keep an eye on that. Um, (laughs) No. Just just keep a little, let's keep an eye on that. I guarantee someone who has seen me do stand-up has called CPS at some point and just been like, (laughs) just based on how this woman energy is here's her new address um i i think i just i just worry about the players in the locker room i think this looks like a tank um i don't think ursay has it within his pride to tank i don't think that that's the type of guy he is i think he is looking at this and going i don't understand why, why everybody isn't agreeing with me and it's like okay jim at some point, you did a lot of drugs, and I don't know if the brain's clicking on all cylinders. I'd kiss you on the mouth if you were in this room, though. Okay? That's all I can say. It is different, and there's not a lot <laughs> it is different in this situation, right? There, like, if there's a time to do it for the Colts, if Jim is dead set on hiring Jeff Saturday at some point, this is the time to do it. Opposed to, you know, they have an interim, and then next year when he goes through the coaching candidacy hire, he's just ignoring all the interviews because he knows Jeff is his guy. Yes. I also think we got to keep an eye on Orlovsky because Orlovsky and Jeff Saturday are very close, and Orlovsky made a comment that, like, he wouldn't shut the door or... Or, you know, he wouldn't say no to joining the coaching staff. So we got to keep an eye on that. Um, yeah. Obviously I, not fair. And I do feel bad for all of the people who have obviously worked their way up through the ranks and yeah. you know, trying to become coaches. And Jeff Saturday gets inserted in. But everybody says he's a great team guy. He's a great locker room guy. I mean, I don't think he can play offensive lineman anymore because he's lost 100 pounds. But and maybe, he looks you know, hot. Roman is. Yeah, real hot. So um, hot. Maybe Beautiful Roman blue eyes. Tight end. 
Yeah, um, so all you girls out there that are in college and maybe like looking at some of the college football players that are offensive line men. Just remember, linemen. one day they um they're gonna lose weight, maybe. So maybe because <laughs> I'm married to a defensive lineman and he has gained weight, and I love every pound of him. I go, come on over here, my big papa. Um, <laughs> so thank God he doesn't listen to this. Yeah, so that's the that's the Colts temperature. I'm feeling I'm feeling fine. I'm feeling fine. This is a historic game you're going to now. Yeah, and and I honestly think I know that last week I was talking about being worried about my safety. I'm feeling even better about my safety because I think everyone's laughing at us now. Like it would be a Raiders fan would truly have to kick a woman when she's down. That I they're gonna I'm gonna come in with I have I think I'm gonna wear my Colts sweatshirt that has Snoopy on it, and they're gonna go. We're not gonna fight this Snoopy Colts fan. <laughs> like look at her, she's sad. She may be touched. You know. I, they they may go oh this is it's like the time I saw a guy in a in an Edron James jersey and I go oh my god do you like Edron James and he goes I'm schizophrenic you know so it's like they're gonna think that I'm not all there and that's fine. But are you really? Are any of us all there? Oh, I'm for sure not all the way there. <laughs> okay, oh, well boy. we should move on to elsewhere in the NFL. But listen, we are all we're all rooting. For Jeff Saturday, especially this weekend against Josh McDaniels and the Raiders, because, I mean, let's be real. They're just not a very well-liked team. Speaking of teams that are not very well-liked, the Commanders, Daniel Snyder, as we mentioned last week, he is, quote-unquote, exploring the options of selling the team. Some candidates have emerged for people who want to buy the team, and they include Matthew McConaughey, Kevin Durant, Jeff Bezos, Jay-Z, Megan, who do you want to play for? I mean, you already kind of work for Jeff Bezos. I do. I mean, are you kind of playing for him now? Is he your coach? He's my coach. Love him. Thank you, Jeff. Oh, your bald head. Every time I see it, I go, ooh, thank you, Papa. Um, I think, I honestly want Matthew McConaughey to get into politics in Texas. So Mm -hmm. if he has time to do all of these, great. But if he doesn't, then I'd go, Matt, please stay over here. We could use some help. Kevin Durant... I don't know. That seems... Like a terrible idea? Kind of almost like a conflict of interest. And I know that he's a basketball player. It's just like, that hasn't gone great. I could see him trying to seek his revenge through the commanders. And I don't know if that's fair to that organization. I... Of, of this batch, I think Jay-Z it feels the most oh, yeah. fun. Then you have Beyonce as the Cameron Diaz type role in any given Sunday. Can you imagine being a Commanders player? That is the greatest recruitment tool of all time, Jay-Z and Beyonce. The fact that like Beyonce maybe could be in the building, oh my God. They're going to be doing push-ups like, before the game, but it's just so Beyonce can see them, not so they can tackle better. And it would be great for their fan base because, as we know on social media, the bee mafia, like the killer bees that all come after anybody who says anything the bad beehive. about Beyonce, they, yes, the beehive. Oh my God, they, they're going <laughs> to... They would all become Commanders fans and they would jump on board. Also, best way to get a new stadium, Beyonce takes one step into FedEx and she says, this place is a Absolutely not. We need a new one. So yes. I think Jay-Z is the correct answer. Also, Nets fans, you got to look at Kevin Durant and be like, listen... We got Kyrie spewing nonsense. Um, we got Ben Simmons 
not really playing, but kind of playing. KD's got enough on his hands. Jay-Z yeah. is the guy I want to play for. And Beyonce, I mean, I think she would sing the anthem at every game, oh, at least at gosh. first. And she could fund the state, like, not fund it entirely, but make a deal and go, listen, I'll do the first week. I'll open the stadium. I'll do back-to-back-to-back concerts. And we've made half of the money back already. There we go. Beyonce, we just we just fixed the commanders and their season and their problem. They You're go welcome. from most hated team in the NFL to most beloved team yes. in the NFL. You are welcome, Commanders fans. Okay, so Odell Beckham, yes, uh, my hunk also had a baby around the same time as as I did, and he's a little cute. Same hospital? No, I don't think so. I don't I'm guessing all the famous people they deliver at Cedars and I delivered at Huntington in Pasadena. Okay? A little more uh a little more down-to-earth delivery. Um, I bet it, Cedars has the king-size candy bars on Halloween. Uh, you know? Oh, Cedars ha- is like, th- that's where, the the deliveries there are supposed to be amazing. Where I delivered, it does look like a Spanish-style resort. Like, it's so gorgeous on the outside. When I saw it, I go, what's that hotel? And I was like, that's a hospital. Okay, great. Um, so the potential spots for him to land are, or the, the, the teams that are most interested, I think everyone's interested, but who could put it together? Giants, Rams, Bills, Cowboys. Eddie, you'd obviously love to see him back on the Giants and be able to, to, to I guess, not run it back because he wasn't, he didn't lead to tons of team success there. But it would be amazing to get him on the team, get him clicking with Daniel Jones. Eddie, you want him on the Giants. I would like him on the Giants. I think it's necessary to be on the Giants. Obviously, they traded away Kadarius Toney. Uh, I know Kenny Galladay is coming back, but what exactly does that really mean? This is a team that is you know, potentially playoff bound. Their glaring hole is the receiver position. Odell still has mm-hmm. love for the franchise. Odell still has love for the ownership. Uh, the city. I think at the city, clearly, I think what kind of happened was the new regimes that came into the Giants it didn't really mesh with him. And he wanted to move on, but he never had – like, no one had a bad thing to say about him. His work ethic, uh, he was a good guy in the locker room. I think – I said this on uh, Waiver Wire. I think the best case for me, yes, Giants. Best case for Odell's numbers, his stats, probably Dallas. And I think the best case for him to win another Lombardi trophy is probably Buffalo. Yeah, I think Buffalo would be a good spot for him. I think Green Bay should be out of the question because they have not been playing well enough to deserve him. Um, just forget about that one. The Giants, though, Eddie, I'm so interested to hear you say that you guys would like him back and welcome him with open arms because Megan and I talk a lot on the show about, like, breakups, right? So, like, I broke up with Tom Brady and, we, you know, we have all these breakups, right? So I understand, like, things didn't end so great with them. And now they're going to get back together. Still loves the franchise. Still loves the ownership. But we got to think about like Christmas dinner, right? You got your aunts. You got your uncles. You got all of those people coming back into the mix. Is everybody truly going to love Odell, or is it just a ticking time bomb for when something happens between these two parties? Well, I mean, again, that was like two head coaches ago. That was a different, yeah, that was a different so GM. Much there's, there's no much. There, there's no awkwardness because that regime isn't there. So, I mean, the only thing that's really stayed the same is just the color of the jersey and the logo. Like, yeah. there's no, there's nothing weird about it at all. The different quarterbacks, like he's never played with Daniel Jones. Like, that's just not mm-hmm. going to be. It's it, there's no issue there whatsoever. It it seems like it would be like a fresh slate. Um, in a in a house that he did like, like he's like, listen, the bones were good. We took it down to the studs, and now it's brand new. 
Odell feels like a Cowboys player to me. Like, and I, and I know he's been on multiple different teams at this point, but like, yeah, Jerry Jones, I think said he'd look good. He'd look good in that uniform. And it's like, yeah, he would. And obviously that's the giants. That would be their last, last place. They would like him to go because it's a division rival, but I could see him going, I want to go down to the Cowboys. That defense is really good. And let's make this offense just as good and and see if they can put something together. Because if he goes to the Bills, it's kind of a Kevin Durant situation. It's like that team is there. Now they haven't won. They haven't been able to get over the hump. But now they've got Von Miller. They've got uh, Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen. They've got all of these superstar pieces. And he would just be kind of another one where it's like, if you can bring Dallas to the Super Bowl, I mean, you're you're a king forever. Well, and I know he can still play. Obviously, he's getting older and he's coming off of the ACL injury. But when you do look at Buffalo and their makeup, there's not as much pressure put on Odell as there would be in a place like Dallas, right? It's like C.D. Lamb is doing everything he possibly can right now. Um, Odell Beckham would help a lot. He would help a lot in that situation. Um, But I think he has more pressure in Dallas than he does in Buffalo because in in Buffalo, he's a part of it. But expectations are a little bit lower. And I think it could potentially prolong his career a little bit longer if he goes to Buffalo. I did see him tweet out that a video where he says like wherever he goes, he wants to be long term. He wants to buy a house. If we're just talking about like real estate value, I mean, he could, he could, buy all of all of buffalo yes he could and um and he's you know he's gonna have a kid going to school speaking of buffalo i my parents landed in buffalo today because my grandfather is being inducted into the buffalo sports hall of fame tonight grandpa willie what's up um so my parents are eating wig wings and beef on wick somewhere and i'm really jealous do we have an update on your niece in the jersey would she like an odell jersey if he went there, no or would she, she still prefer josh allen no the thing is she wants josh allen and what i say to her is the bills lost girl and it was your injured josh allen boy's fault they lost to the jets division rival like everyone was chalking this up as like oh yeah these these jets are like kind of good but the bills will handle them i i honestly think in in the nfl especially this season you got to play a team twice it's hard to beat Mm -hmm. a team twice no matter No matter what number you have on them, that I had, I had Bill's friends that went to this game. They live in Brooklyn, so they went out to Meadowlands, and and she was like, "I'm telling them they can root for us in the playoffs." And I'm like, "But like, you know, this was circled on their calendar. Like, they rose to the occasion, and they've had injuries. I'm I'm proud of them, and I'm happy for their fan base. Honestly, the Bills are still my Super Bowl pick, and I think they'll bounce back from this. If anything." I think a loss like this is probably humbling and was mostly because Josh Allen was hurt and we did not know the extent of the injury, but I am, I am happy for the Jets in, in a way too. Well, I'm weirdly happy for the Jets as well, and I know that sounds terrible because I'm a Patriots fan, but this is a franchise that's done nothing but lose. Yeah, they deserve some happiness. And they did have a really, really, really good draft. So to see some of those young players get a win against a team like Buffalo, this is the momentum that can kind of boost your franchise towards the next season to come. I am very attracted to the head coach. Megan? Robert Sala. And listen, I mean, not many men can pull off bald. My yeah. father-in-law is one of them who can. What's who up? can? I know that's really weird. My father-in-law can pull off balls. Wow. So sometimes I look at my husband and I'm like, I hope you lose the hair one day. Hi, Mr. Um, Connolly. But Robert Sala, 
Hunk. He pulls off bald yes. really well. Yes, him, Jason Taylor. Ooh. Um, okay, uh, other teams, whoo, tough losses this week. The Packers lose again, this time to a division. I, I can't even say a rival because truly the Packers, when, when Aaron Rodgers said, I own you to the Chicago Bears, he could have said it to the entirety of the NFC North. And then... He loses to the Lions, the worst team in the NFC North, historically, and kind of this year, too. He threw three interceptions. Like, two in the red zone. Are they, is this rock bottom, or is there further to fall? Well, I noticed Aaron Rodgers kept grabbing his hand, and I think he started to do it after the second interception. I don't know if there's something seriously wrong, but after the second interception in the red zone, I think... That's a good business decision, right? Just grab your hand, Ow, especially if you're Aaron That's Rogers. what I would do. Oh, no, hangnail. Oh, I can't do it. Yeah, this is rock bottom for the for the Packers. I even saw a headline this week that said, like, if you have Aaron Rodgers on fantasy football, drop him. Drop him. Mm-hmm. He should not be rostered in any fantasy football league anywhere, which is saying a wow. lot from the player MVP. that was an MVP last year. Ooh. However, we love uh, Dan Campbell on this podcast. Yes. And I don't know if you watched his post-game presser, but he did get a little teary-eyed. Of course. And I love it. I love everything about it. Speaking of attractive men, Dan Campbell, just the way he um, is passionate about... Okay. We don't think he's attractive. We talked about this. He's I hot do, but in like, a weird way. I feel like he's one of those guys that like doesn't know his own strength and would crush you. Like, it would he might. be... Yeah. Yeah, like he would just be like, I love you so hard. Like, you know, when like a, a kid like loves something and you're like, don't squeeze it too high. Like that's Dan Campbell to me. I think he'd, he'd be like throwing kids in the pool and like accidentally throw yes. them out of the pool. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. He, we, you, would, you would be making love to him and he would cr- crush your head. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Happy to see them. But the Packers, speaking of Odell Beckham Jr., they don't deserve them. No way. No. no. Um, the Rams. I... I, I we're talking the MVP has fallen, the Super Bowl champions. It's, have they hit rock bottom? This was their game to win and they gave it away. And it was pretty much on Sean McVay, who is considered this, this whiz kid. And they allow Tom Brady to get a game winning score. And it's really, it was like neither of them deserved to win, but someone does have to win. And so the Bucks ended up like when I look at this Rams team, uh, uh, they're struggling a lot. But it's like, how does Aaron Donald feel like how do these stand out guys who are really impressive? The Jalen Ramsey's of the world like they is that locker room turning on itself? Like, I just really wonder what's going on there. I wonder if Aaron Donald and Sean McVay both question their decision to come back this season because Mm -hmm. Aaron Donald I mean he had a great Super Bowl and really we thought that was it for him and I truly think he should have walked away on top because this team is dreadful to watch and as far as Sean McVay goes that was just pathetic right especially when he has experienced this before in a Super Bowl against Tom Brady Everybody's watched it happen for the last 20 plus years. You give Brady the ball with time left at the end of the game. You're toast. He's going to make you pay for it. And at the end of the game, all the Rams needed to do was to get a first down and lock and seal the victory against a 
very, very bad Bucks team that is very beat up. I know their defense is good, but they're all hurt right now. And Brady obviously doesn't look like Brady. His receivers, they just drop after drop after drop. Mike Evans like is six so or seven drops. maddening. I would yell at Mike Evans at this point. <sighs> um, Brady, and all they need to do is get the first down, though. I know. And McVay calls these plays that are so conservative. What, half a yard run, no gain, no gain, no gain. You give Brady the ball back with... Over a minute, you know what's going to happen. You have lived this before and lost a Super Bowl because of it. Why would you do this? Um, McVeigh has said that he is going to retire once this Rams core is gone. And I'm like, that may be this year. I mean, I, I, Cooper, okay. Cup, Cooper Cup obviously has years left to go. Uh, Stafford, I don't think he's going to want to go out on this and, and still... He'll probably be the Colts quarterback next year. Like, I'm like, are you wavering? Do you seem maybe, maybe once you were good and now you're not? Come on down to the Colts lot. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think Sean McVay is going to want to go out like this. I think they'll, I think they'll try and run it, not back, but like run it to, to being good again. I would love Stafford to go on the Colts. I mean, Kelly Stafford would like it too. She doesn't need even to get new leather pants. She would love Indianapolis. Oh my God. If there's ever been a woman who looks more Indianapolis, I don't think I've met her. Um, okay, Megan, what? Uh, where are you placing some money this week? So last week I gave out my first ever um, teaser that Mikey Meatballs helped me with, and it hit. <clears throat> We're very happy about that. So this week I decided to put together another teaser. It's a six-point teaser. I have the Seahawks, Lions, and Vikings. It comes at plus 140 odds. I threw $50 on it, so I have a chance to win, I think, of like 120-something. So I like that. Uh, hit last week. You got to get up early to watch that Germany game. Oh, but, yeah, Germany. Uh, this is what I'm riding for the teaser. Geno Smith in Germany. Um, so I... I'm torn because, as Eddie said, it's like it's this year's hard. And you look at some of these and you go, oh, yeah, they'll... They'll for sure win. I, I think about the Bills, and I go, I don't think they'll lose two in, two in a row. Um, but I don't know if I like them to, to kind of not blow out, but really handedly beat this Vikings team because we don't know how injured Josh Allen is. I see the Commanders at plus 11, and I go, I think that's too much. Um and now I know the Eagles are undefeated. Again, we're talking about a division rival here. And as we mentioned earlier, the, the commanders, it, they feel better than they are. And maybe that's because they beat the Colts. And I love the Colts. But they also, it feels like they're kind of showing off too. To be like, who wants to buy us? We're not as bad as you think we could be. And Beyonce, you watching today? Exactly. Like, they're like, who, and this is Monday night. This is prime time. I, I hope they rise to the occasion. Wentz is still hurt, which is great <laughs> for the team. Taylor Heineke is not bad. No, I don't think he's terrible. I don't. I think he's like serviceable to good. That I would not. I don't take them to win, but I take them to cover. I do. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, Put them in a teaser. I, you know, I don't know how to do that, but I am going to be in I, Vegas. I, I, I am going to be in Vegas, and you know, I, I've got. Conrad's college fund that I can play with and you know should I, should I lose it or should I double it um we're gonna take a break we'll be right back with a little bit of NBA and you know some some bits and bots from around the other leagues
Okay, everybody, we are back and we are ready to talk NBA. I am all in on the Orlando Magic. I have already been to two games this season in person, almost a third. I got offered tickets to, for tonight, but I thought I was going to have to fly out, whatever. The whole hurricane situation is ruining my life. However, this Magic team, don't even look at their record. They are way better than their record indicates. They have these fun, exciting players. Paolo Bancaro is the future. As much as I want it to be John Morant, who is part of the future, it's going to be Paolo. Paolo is exciting. He's 19 and massive. He's already scored 30 points in multiple games. And then not only do they have him, they have Franz Wagner, who I have on my shirt right here. Yes. I'm wearing a Franz Wagner shirt. I went to the game last week when they beat the Warriors. They have Bull Bull, who literally nobody wanted. And now Bull Bull is playing Rude. out of his mind. He should be most improved player if he stays healthy throughout the season. However, I do think their coach should be fired because they have great players that are playing well and they're still losing games. So they have to do something. But this Magic team is exciting. And if they decide to tank this year and they get Wemby, we're talking maybe a dynasty. So I'm all in on this Magic team. It is a very weird transition for me. But when I went to um, the game against the Warriors, I was, I was locked in. And Megan, I mentioned to you, I've been taking this improv class. In my mm -hmm. improv class, we snap a lot. Like, oh, good, good job. We snap. Oh, yeah. Oh, and God. it's really like rubbed off into my oh, life no. so I find myself now like when I watch these games I'm like yeah Apollo oh, and no, I'm snapping Megan. at the TV which is which is really weird because you don't find a lot of improv sports fans out there um but it's happening so I just I, I want to be be forthcoming to no imp that. improvisers like soccer speaking of shout out LAFC um Ime Adoku is out with the Nets. That is not going no to No comment come. on the magic? No, nothing? Nothing? I have no comment. I have nothing. Okay, I'm so right. sorry. Well, I got your son a little magic, a little <laughs> magic I, onesie. So and I love that. And he does have a, a Shaq magic onesie that we put on a giraffe of his. And it kept falling off. And we were like, giraffe, come on. This is a family home. <laughs> um, Ime is out with the Nets. Like, it, it honestly feels like... They, they got to the owner and they said, listen, we can't have another scandal. Like, Kyrie has now had money he was donating be turned down. Like, do you know how bad things have to be for someone to say, I don't want your money to fight anti-Semitism? Like, you've got to really be messed up. Um, so they have elevated interim head coach. Um, is it Jack or Jock? Jock. Okay. Thank you. We'll just do that then. Um, they have elevated interim head coach Jock Bond to permanent head coach. So he is now replacing Steve Nash. They, I bet they were just like, we, no one else wants to be here. Will you stay? And he was like, yeah, I've got a long-term rental that's furnished. I might as well. I can't get out of the I lease. I wonder when we're going to find out what really happened with Ime, or if we I don't know if we ever will. I don't know. I mean, I think his. I think it's in his best interest for us not to, because what we know of, you go, well, that doesn't seem that bad, but given the punishments, you go, well, it, it must be then, because this isn't So does he how... just never coach again? I don't think so. I think he... That's it? No, I, no, I think he will coach again. I think it's going to um, take some time, though. Yeah, I guess if you just go into hiding for several years and people forget about it, right? Yeah. I mean, at, at this point, I think it's a bigger loss for him to not have Nia Long anymore than the Celtics coaching job. 
This is true. Elsewhere in the NBA on Monday, every single team in the NBA played because yesterday they were all off so that they could all go do their civic duty and vote. And we had a little fun on the Extra Points Podcast Network where we went live on Spotify for the race to 10. I had an absolute blast doing this. Did you join, Megan? Oh, absolutely. And you know my Pacers. It was the most decided victory up until that point. Um, they got to 11. It almost was a, it almost was a shutout. And and then the Pacers went on to win. Miles Turner scored 37. And I, the Pacers are doing this thing that I love. They kind of did it last season too, where it's like they're tank. I, I hope they're tanking, but they're also like, we're going to show you we got something fun going on. And, tastefully and I, tanking. Yes, they're excitedly tanking. And and I and I appreciate that. And I won $63. Thank you, Cousin Sal. Hell yes. Um, I won 100 bucks. Very pumped about that. Also, I want to point out that both Megan's, when we were on, we had the longest time on air because they went to a commercial break. And I told Sal the NBA is rigged. They did it on purpose because they needed more Megan's. They love women. They love women. Um, okay, Cavs look great, and that's sort of what's going on in the NBA. Uh, Major League Baseball, I cannot believe, like, we, we haven't had a show since the Astros won. I, I, this may be my fault because, as you know, I do not, I did not care about this World Series. Um, Astros win, took them only six games, and won 4-1. Megan, do you have any thoughts? I really, I just don't. I'm happy. I was, just, I was happy that Philly didn't win. I know that sounds. Good. I'm happy for Dusty I Baker. Really I love Dusty Baker. I really do, and I think he's a, a sweet man and going to the Hall of Fame. And I and I do root for him. I don't think this like takes away any of the loss of the Astros. And I know that the the team has changed over, but some of them are still there, and they're fan- It's like it's too recent to the cheating win that I'm. Yeah, I'm just not over it. I just, I'm glad it wasn't Philly. I know it sounds weird, but it's, that's all I got to say about okay. about that. Happy for Mattress Mac. I mean, Mattress Mac, he won $75 million. $75 He also you know, refused to hedge, which good for him. I'm glad he, I'm glad he won. Wow. Um, Dodgers and What would you do with $75 million? Oh, gosh. I'd probably get, like, one other house somewhere and then I'd I'd probably give some of it away to like organizations I like and I definitely you know what I wouldn't do I would not try and run for mayor of some place if you take a hundred million dollars of your own money to try and be a politician I think you're a damn loser I think that should be disqualifying what are you doing? I get on a yacht and I go, who cares what's happening? Um, which is honestly what they're doing anyways. But um, speaking of, you know that $2 billion Powerball ticket? It was sold seven miles from my house in a neighborhood I couldn't afford to buy a house in. They're giving out king size candy bars over there. What the I, hell? That person didn't need it. Well, they don't live there. They live someplace okay. else, and I go, okay, now I'm happy. And the guy who owns the 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 store where it was, I believe it was a gas station, he gets a million dollars, and apparently he's a father-in-law of a former NFL player. Doesn't need it either, but he's working at a gas station, so good for him. Maybe he owns it. it. He owns the gas station. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, this was a huge weekend in college football. 
I went underwhelming though. We were so excited for the Georgia Tennessee game. And also we got to call out my guy, Harry on this podcast really quick. He gave it out as his lock of the year and it didn't hit. And then (laughs) against philosophy, he defended it. Why it wasn't a bad pick. It's like, Harry, you lost. All right. You lost. Just end it. So, um, it was kind of a dud of the game. I mean, we saw the best punt of all time, but it really was not exciting. Um, more people were tuning into Eddie's Notre Dame fighting Irish play Clemson. Yeah, it was like way more exciting. No, Georgia and Tennessee was billed as the game of the century, and then it ended up being Notre Dame and Clemson, and LSU and Alabama were were better games. Um, Eddie, just how are you feeling? Do give us give us a, a victory speech, if you will. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm happy. I mean, I I said that I thought this game was going to be close. Um, the Notre Dame has fared very well versus the ACC. They did beat Clemson when Clemson came a few years ago to South Bend. Um, I thought Clemson was kind of fraudulent to begin with. Anyway, they had a tight game versus Syracuse, tight game versus NC State. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of glad they're still ranked in the top ten, I believe. But I'm kind of glad to see them out of the possible playoff picture. But um, Notre Dame plays up to the competition. Like their big four games this year. Uh, BYU victory, Syracuse victory, Clemson victory, Ohio State. They played them very. I mean, they had a lead in the second half. Like they played them really well. Um, I still think they're gonna. I mean, uh, I think it was Stu Mandel tweeted like USC being ranked in top ten is fraudulent. Like they are so bad defensively, and they have no consistency uh, on the trenches and the O line, D line. So I think Notre Dame's gonna play really well versus them too. So all the big games they get up for, they've been much better with Drew Pine at quarterback. Um, unfortunately, though, like you know, losing to Marshall. Losing to Stanford is miserable. Like it's like the highs are very very high, the lows are very very low. Um, so you know, I'm very very happy with that. They they dominated Clemson. Davo Sweeney said it was one of the worst days of his coaching career. Mm-hmm. Um, they kicked their butts. They ran the ball in their throat. They cannot stop Notre Dame. So that was a very very good dominant victory. So um, yeah, it was pretty awesome. Congrats to you. So there are new rankings out. Georgia at one, Ohio State at two, Michigan at three. TCU jumps in front of Tennessee. That Tennessee loss, it was bad. I can but I really can't bad. believe there's two Big Ten teams in right now. I I know Alabama's, you know, out. I I I do wonder if if Tennessee will be able to get back in. Well, it, it's it's yeah. It's it's annoying though because I love college football. I have fun watching it every single Saturday, but I feel like it's Georgia and everybody else. Yeah. They just and looked so good. I know, it's so annoying cuz it's just I do think we're you know, we're at the beginning of it. We're going to see these teams kind of level out with the transfer and the NIL and all of those things going on. I think Ohio State, the weather at Northwestern was pretty bad, but that was not a good performance by Ohio State. I think they their inability to run the ball was exposed quite a bit. So I am looking forward to that Michigan-Ohio State game more than I was a few weeks ago, just after seeing what happened in Evanston and the cats they covered. It was 38 and a half was the line. Threw a bunch of money on that. Let's go, Cats. Oh, wow. She's back in. She's back in on, on no, Northwestern. No, but listen, I, I, was, I knew they weren't going to win. I just, like, 38 and a half, that's easy. I mean, come on, we're not going to be that bad, right? And I am excited. It is now the beginning of November, and college basketball is already here. Purdue won last night. I said, what? I don't even, I got, I got like an alert on my phone. I go, what are they doing here? Um, so very, very excited for, it's too soon. It feels way too early, and I don't. 
even want to. But if you do want a good breakdown on Against mm-hmm. All Odds, they had Tate Frazier on, and he is a wizard at college basketball. I mean, this guy is an encyclopedia, and he knows all the names. I'm terrible with names. Like, sometimes I forget your running back, Jonathan Taylor's name sometimes. I want to call him something you've... else. I'm just bad with names. Tate Frazier remembers, like, you know, the sophomore transfer who's now at Creighton, uh, you know, coming off the bench. It's ridiculous. But he is wonderful, and he has a great breakdown for you all on Against All Odds. But a bet that Harry and I are riding. We are riding Creighton to win the Maui tournament, which takes place just next week. So Creighton to win the Maui. Okay. We're counting that. I thought you were going to say you forgot my name. And I was like, we have the oh, same no. name. Um, it's literally the exact same letters and all. Uh, a little Spelled bit the same. A little bit of a longer episode this week because thank you for letting me. I don't have therapy this week, so I did have to get out all my Colts emotions and thoughts. And I'm feeling really good. <laughs> and I haven't puked. Part of the reason I held you guys hostage on here was because I was like, I'm going to need someone to call an ambulance if I if I keel over and, and die. Um, but I made it through. I'm feeling good. Thank you guys so much. Going to Vegas. I'm going to Vegas, baby. Um, thank you so much for listening. I cannot wait to brush my teeth now. Thank you for being a trooper, Megan Gailey. Thank you all for dealing with us in this extra long episode of Megan Fun of Sports. We will be back and better than ever next week celebrating Jeff Saturday's first win as head coach of the Indianapolis Colts and the Patriots (laughs) defeating the Jets. We will see you next week. Oh, go horse!